Blog Talk Radio.
Good evening, citizens of Earth. Welcome, humans. I merely tell you that the future of your planet is at stake. We have to ask you to try to stay calm, and it's important for everyone not to panic. I am authorized to assure you that so far there is no reasonable cause for alarm. Listen, do you hear? It's getting closer. We have come to visit you in peace and with goodwill. We work for a highly funded yet unofficial government agency. Our mission is to monitor extraterrestrial activity on Earth. We are the men in black. You know what the difference is between you and me? I make this look good. It's awesome, baby! What's happening? What's happening? What's happening? This is Coach Kyrie, and you are now rocking with the best. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for showing up tonight. I love you, I love you, I love you. And this show is all about being happy and being happy where it counts, which is in relationships. That's right, with the S on it, relationships. That's relationship with yourself, relationship with your partner, relationship with your children. Relationship with the creator, definitely relationship with Coach Kyrie because I'm hosting the show. So give yourself a big round of applause if you came up in here tonight. You want to know somebody getting happy. This is a dream come true. Because you already know. You already know where this is headed. I mean, you should just be like, wow, okay, I know where this is headed. This is going to be one of those dynamic shows that Kyrie together, and we learn a, a, a ton of things that benefit us every angle of the spectrum. I mean, like, woof, this is, this, is, this, this is the type of stuff where this is the type of things that I just be salivating, be waiting for the show. Now, okay, I had a little hang-up on the time. We were supposed to start at 8.30, but... Mercury's still in retrograde, so we had a little glitch, and it was supposed to try to say 8 o'clock tomorrow, but we're here, so I want, <laughs> I don't want none of y'all to go nowhere. I want all of y'all to stay here tonight and find out what is the science on getting happy in relationships, because where else would you want to be happy? I mean, like, let's just, let's just look at it, and in the whole... In the whole sense of the entire, uh, you know, reason why we on earth is to grow. But who wants to grow and not be happy? Not me. I don't want to do that. That ain't interesting at all. I want to be in relationships that are joyful and keep me smiling. And I'm not even saying things I can brag about, but why not? Why can't I? Why can't I brag about the things that uh, make me happy? Why? What's What's wrong with that? Why can't I? Why can't I even have those type of experiences? Because man, that's that's it's just it's just so it's just so powerful when you think about just that particular emotion. You no, know, not the emotion of sadness or joy. I mean, not I didn't mean joy, but I meant sadness and depression. And it's too much of that. It's just, it's just so so much that that 
I was like, I need to address it that everybody's not living that type of relationship. And everybody don't have to live, uh, live that type of relationship. You can come in and get happy and say, you know what? I'm in. I'm in for the long haul, and I want to know how to do it. Just give me the tips. So that's what I'm doing is saying I'm going to hit you with the tips. This is, I mean, it's just, it's not rocket science. And it's going to be fun, but it is going to be rocket fuel for your science. So please share the show on your Facebook page. Please share the show on your Instagram. Please share the show on your Twitter. Even if you're catching the download, we still need the listeners. We still need people to get the information, not listeners because I'm definitely blog talk does not pay me to advertise for them. They're, I'm just saying we need more people to be happy in relationships because it can get contagious because the anxiety part gets contagious. So we want to make we want to make the happy part start to get contagious. And the only way that's going to happen is if we start putting it out there consciously ourselves. So um, I got some super special guests on the show tonight coming on. You know Dr. Maxwell Nardi is coming on. Dr. Abbott is going to be in the building. I'm waiting for Dr. Wynack to call in. Um, I have also been reading this fabulous book called Man Leads by Roe Cutno. And it's just been, I've had a, she's she's came on my show, my Monday night show, the Cosmic Love Trip with me and Beauty Queen to talk about men leading, the name of the book is Men, Man Leads, Woman Follows, Everyone Wins. And quite controversial title because not many females are coming from the perspective of saying, let the man lead. Or if if I let the man lead, then I'm going to be giving up or sacrificing some of my feminine power or my goddess energy or I'm opening myself up to abuse. But I promise you the book is nothing like that. She interviewed over a 1,000 men who were in relationships of over 20 years all over the world. See, she speaks five different languages. And so she had access because she was running a multilingual school here in the United States. And so she spent two years doing the research. So what she found out by interviewing these men, and also these men were in – they came from – parents and households where their mother and father had been in relationships for over 20 years. And she said, hey, you all must know what you're doing because you are in a second generation household of men being happy. And she did the research and the book is just totally amazing. And I said, what I want to do is start really exploring that, that dynamic of the relationship. Because I'm working on a book myself called If Mama Ain't Happy. And we all know how that finishes. If Mama Ain't Happy, ain't nobody happy. We have so many single-parent-led single households by women in the United States, and they tend, to, they tend to be angry or disgruntled or not at the highest capacity of happiness that they can, you know, explore and have in their life. And so what happens when the child looks at that? When the child sees that 
okay, I don't see my mother happy or I don't see my father happy because for me, I put on repeat what I saw my mother and father doing. And my mother and father were divorced and my mother was definitely not happy. So I didn't grow up seeing a happy woman in a relationship who was the closest closest woman to me. I had women around me. I had aunties and I had some friends who had parents who uh, their relationships were, you know, what I would call solid, on the surface at least. And I saw that, but I didn't see it in my own household. And once I got into my 30s and 40s and started to analyze my past life, I realized that I myself was imitating my my childhood, you know, not in a immature manner, but I was duplicating the things that were ingrained into my subconscious because that's all I saw. And what I started to do was seek out people in healthy relationships. So that's why I really, really, really like Rose Book Man Leads because her premise is to be in a healthy heterosexual relationship. And I'm a healthy heterosexual, and that's the kind of relationship I want to be in. So I don't know. I mean, it's not just the fact that I just want to be the leader so I can tell somebody to do. It's much it's much bigger than that. You know, it's much, much bigger than that. So I am just looking at the many different dynamics of the wisdom that she's given to the men, the wisdom that she's given to the women. And I've talked to Dr. Nardi extensively about relationship issues as well. And being as he is from Africa, he's not a Native American or Native African American or whatever you want to say, um, and he's also has extensive experience working at the UN and in languages. He speaks seven different languages himself. So to have that particular dynamic on the show tonight, I think is going to be fabulous. I definitely want to acknowledge and say thank you for the chat room is filling up. I see you all over there. I also want to say thank you for everyone who called in live from the 770 919 the 404s, 832s, 336s. I see you, Detroit, with the 313s. I see the 708s. I see the 610s. Thank you, thank you, thank you for joining me tonight. Please get your pen and paper. It's going to be fabulous, I promise you. Um, Also, I want to remind you, I'm having a special next month. For my, which really, which is July 19th. I'm going to open it up on July the 17th for my Moon Magic program. And I was inspired by the last show I did on my Cosmic Love Trip. Um, any woman, first off, go to moonmagic28.info, moonmagic28.info, and watch the video and let it explain what Moon Magic 28 is. And in a brief summary, we use the eight phases of the moon, and I guide you and I send you an email with a video included on what steps to do to produce two goals by the end of the month. Well, after the show I did two weeks ago, I saw how many women were so unhappy. If you email me or send me a message through my Coach Kair site or through the Moon Magic 28 dot info site and say, I heard the show on relationships. 
and I want to do the program for $25 off. That means anybody listening to this show tonight on the live or on the download, I'm going to give you $25 off that monthly program of the Moon Magic. But your goal is going to be, I want to be a happy woman. I, I want to be in a happy relationship. I want to be a happy um, woman in a relationship. I want to be a happy man in a relationship. And most people never thought that you could attain that through making it a goal and putting it in the forefront of your mind for 28 days, okay? So if you mention this show, I'm going to give you $25 off that program starting on June the 17th. The door is opening on the 17th. It starts on the 19th, and you have to be in by the 20, uh, 19, 20, 21. You have to be in by the 22nd. So you got a window from the 17th to the 22nd to sign up, and all you have to do is say, Coach, I want to be happy. And so as a matter of fact, there's going to be a coupon code on there, and all you got to put in is happy, and it's going to give you $25 off. You can't sign up tonight because I don't have the code in, but if you sign up tomorrow, which would be Wednesday, I'll have the code in for happy, all right? So just wait until tomorrow, or you can wait until the 17th. But I'm encouraged, and I want to do all I can to help people become happy in relationships. I'm very, very serious about this, and I'm sure it's more than just 10 or 15 people that need help with that. I'm trying to let the world know. So please post this show on your timeline on Facebook. Post this show um, on your Instagram or post a picture on Twitter so people can come back and say, hey, how can I sign up for the, for the Moon Magic program and really learn something? And you still can use the other goal for your financial goal. You can have an external or financial goal, but the internal goal is to be happier. Some women already are in the program this month saying they want to be more feminine. They want to be softer. And we're going to talk about that tonight. We're going to talk about that as far as relationships and just the advantages of being soft and feminine from a female side. And from a male side, we're going to be talking about testosterone. Testosterone. Now, I don't know how many of you have, you know, even think that Maybe in relationships, testosterone may not have anything to do with it, but you're going to find out tonight. So um, it's getting ready to be really, really fun. So let me, um, but of course, you know, I can't do this show by myself. And you heard the music, how I started this thing off with. I started off with happy, because that's what I want everybody to be as a result of this show. I'm getting ready to bring on my co-host. Uh, I can't do this by myself. I need different perspectives. I need um, different ener- energies to help me out with this. I also need the scientists. I need a man who is who is married in a healthy heterosexual relationship to see how important he thinks this is. And as a matter of fact, even before Dr. Nardi comes on, I'm going to come down and I'm going to ask a couple of people what you expect of the show. The call-in number tonight is 347-205-9089. And if you like to like, you know, state your issue even before the show gets started or what you can expect or what kind of questions that you have that you want to about relationships. If you want to give me a couple of scenarios, please press one three four seven two zero five nine zero 
eight nine because you know what kind of show this is. This is a dream come true. And we're gonna be doing the thing around here. I'm going to uh I see a couple of people already have um said, Hey, what I wanna do is I wanna get in on some of this too. So I'm going to go in and play a quick tune and I'm gonna take roll call just to make sure see what see what um see which one of my guests are already in the building, but the calling number is three four seven two zero five nine zero eight nine. Don't forget moonmagic twenty eight dot info. Just go over there and bookmark it or write it down. Press one if you have a comment or an expectation from the show tonight, and I'll be right back. But I just want to express the theme tonight because it's happy.
It's awesome, baby. What's happening? What's happening? What's happening? Let's get right into it. Dr. Abbott, thank you for joining us tonight. You ready to talk about relationships and how to get happy? Oh, yes, absolutely, Coach. And you you chose the appropriate song. I tell you, that song is really, really uh, a popular song. I mean, it it has a vibration that seems to have just, uh, you know, you know, stretched around the whole planet now because, I mean, everybody is, is is doing it and they're posting their their videos of it and so it's definitely making everyone happy and every time that I hear it I you know it brings up Joe and me so uh, I'm I'm glad that you uh, you you play it tonight for sure I mean who wants to be in a funky relationship you from you from Virginia you know you an Omega Sci-Fi man yourself you an engineer. You're a scientist. You've been doing Asian medicine for 14 years. You've been a uh, naturopath and been doing um, uh, acupuncture for well over 10 years. Who wants to be funky? You know what I'm saying? Who, who wants to be an old messed up attitude in, in a relationship? Well, no one does. And actually, that actually has an effect on a person's overall health and well-being. You know, I mean, it's, it's for me now, Coach, it's uh, 16 years in the game, almost eight, well, it's almost 17. But, I, you know, the interesting the interesting thing is, is that when you go through a process like that where where an individual is is stressed out or they, they're in a relationship, whether it's a, a, a job relationship, whether it's a familiar relationship, or any type of uh, working environment, or even a teammate, even you know, even in teams. I mean, we see this in teams. The the usually the, the better teams are the ones that have great relationships with one another. They understand each other and respect each other. And the ones that don't, it's, it's very difficult. And after X amount of years of that, you know, it's like a whoo. You know, you can take you can take it off. I mean, I had a conversation um, with Doctor Nardi uh, not long ago, and we were just talking about how you know frequencies have have a have such an effect on on individuals on us, and if if we are not careful, you know, they will affect us in ways that we don't realize, and then it takes a lot of work to reverse those trends. So being in Happy relationships, functional, highly functional, positive relationships is the way to go. I mean, uh, I'm grateful t- for you to um, bring in uh, Roe Cutno on the on the show. I hope I pronounced her last name right, but I, I tell you, it was uh, definitely she was a, a breath of fresh air when I listened with you the last time you were on, and um, for her to write that book and. And, and have this information available for us because it's really it's important because when you look at America and, and the communities that are around us, I mean, we see the byproduct of of unhealthy relationships, man. You know, we, we see it. And for me, uh, eating scientifically has definitely and living scientifically, being in symptometry, and along with the work that I've done up to this point, has brought me to a place where it even helps with relating with people, with relating with my wife, family, 
and and, when it, and it gives all of us the opportunity to know that as human beings, we have something new to learn every day, and mm. that is essential. I mean, it's always something there for us to learn, and if we can take it and 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 have the 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 fortitude and the patience, and that's going to come about by knowing how to live on this planet, and 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 that means hey. Stand away from certain foods that may agitate you, that may cause, you know, too much electricity to be produced in the body. And in relationships, that's the most important. I mean, you think about the San Antonio Spurs. I mean, they they beat a, a, a Miami Heat team who won the two last two championships, but they used their style of play with the type of players that they had to actually whip a team with the best player in basketball. But they, they use the combination of communication and, and and the way that their coach stood behind them and none of them really wanted to be the you know, the, the one out the superstar, but they all played they bought into the team concept and that's that that's how they were successful. Really successful. Well, t- tonight we're gonna tonight we're gonna explore all of that, especially the nurturing aspect. You know, the whole the whole softness uh, aspect from the feminine side, and then the masculine young aspect from the male side. And I'm glad you brought up the point about the foods that we eat, because a lot of times we try to come and say, "Well, change this in your relationship," but it's the foods that we are consuming that also agitates us where we have, we're sabotaging our efforts for happiness and peace, and then we retaliate as a side effect of some of the foods that we eat and take it out on our partner. So I'm just very happy to get oh, yeah. into all of that. So without even further ado, I did have, I did have a caller who, who, had, who had raised their hand so I want to see what – I want to have at least one caller who wanted to see what their intention was before the show got started, and then I wanted to bring Dr. Nardi on, and then I wanted to bring Roe on, because Roe made such a wonderful point about testosterone. So I want Dr. Nardi to go in scientifically on his aspect of relationships, and then I'm going to lead him into the testosterone, and then I want to bring Roe in because she has two chapters in her book that I really want to explore tonight, chapter 23 and chapter 24. And if anybody does not have the book, Man Leads, on Amazon, just type in Man Leads. That's right. I got my copy in my hand right now. So you ordered yours already? Oh, yeah, yeah. I I definitely ordered mine already. You know, all I had to do was just listen to a few of the YouTubes, and I was like, okay, we need definitely need that to put put into the library and, and in the um, application library, because you know the symptometry is about the application too. So, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Applied. Well, without without further ado, I got to bring in the founder, the doctor himself, the big guy. Some of them call us Doctor N. We're talking about thirty over thirty years in the healing profession, uh, biochemist, food scientist, microbiologist, metaphysician the who's who 
um, listed, what was that, last year in uh, UCLA's book of, of, of doctors across the country. I mean, and, uh, and I say he had, symptometry is the best health care that you've never heard of, root cause therapeutics. Please visit the site, symptometry.com. I want to welcome to the show once again, Dr. Maxwell. And the hits just keep on coming. It's awesome, baby! Dr. Nardi, welcome to the show tonight. Oh, thank you very much. And uh, thank you for inviting me. And uh, I'm glad I had uh, the voice of uh, Dr. Albert. I had your voice and uh, I had a roar from, uh, from, from your audience and a few members of the audience that you mentioned. It looks like uh, it will be a great show tonight. Oh, my goodness. It's going to be... It's going to be amazing. Now, you started this a long time ago when you were telling me, you know, I love hearing about stories. You know, I'm a storyteller, and you're a storyteller. And um, you, I remember when you were talking about magnetic qualities, and you were in the U.N., um, as people know, you speak, you speak six or seven different languages, Yes, uh yes. Okay. And you saw your future wife, y'all were not married at the time, and I I think you said she really wasn't even paying you attention and then you saw the legs and the magnetic quality and it just it just softened you up and just changed you in some sort of way. Am I getting the story, you know, sort of correct? Yes, um well, it, it, if it is something, it is something that I I don't like to mention uh, very often because uh, uh, I don't know uh, because it depends on the it depends on the part of the world you know I after working in that uh, complex and well relationship in the UN for for many years I know that there are certain certain qualities that are not appreciated by certain cultures like the legs you know, are not appreciated by certain people. But uh, this was what attracted me to to her. And uh, uh, more importantly, she was lost. And then she just uh, strayed into my office to ask me for, for directions. <laughs> and then uh, as she came, okay, but, you know, when I see a woman, um, I don't look at the head, I don't look at the nose, I don't look at the eyes. I look at the legs first. And then I look at the feet, and then uh, that is. Then people say that this is this is too creepy. What kind of what kind of person are you? Especially people from Britain, who you know, and some Arabs also, who who, who consider this to be the lowest of the low because uh, the beauty is in the head, is this and that. But you are looking at the total opposite of mankind. Well, I've been on the opposite side of mankind all my life, so. That was where I found her magnetizing spots. And then I started following her and following her and following her. She could not understand why I was following her. And then I got to know the school she attended. And, I, and then one afternoon I was there waiting for her. And then we went for lunch. And then she came to the university where I was. And then that was how we started rolling. And that was back in 1976, yes. Well, um, 
Okay, okay. And how long have you been married since then? How long? And you, you all are currently married now. And how long yes, have you been? Yes, yes. We we we've been married for thirty-seven years now. Uh, we are we will soon be celebrating our thirty-eighth year. We've been married for thirty-seven years. Yes. Wow. Okay. 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 Um, okay. So one of the reasons I wanted to you know get that down was because. And the sister who's going to be joining us later, she interviewed men who had been in relationships for um, at a minimum of 20 years in a relationship. And their parents had been in a uh, committed relationship for over 20 years. Were your parents, how long were your parents married? Oh, no. My, my, parents, my parents were married for, I, I don't know, but it's, it's well over, they were married for well over 40 years, yes. Okay, so it. I just but my, my my father, well, my father was mostly in Gabon, and uh, my mom was mostly in, in Ghana. So she was commuting back and forth. Yes. So tonight I want to talk about happy relationships from different aspects. So not only culturally, from your own personal experiences, you know, as a man in a happy relationship going on thirty-eight years but also scientifically. Um, Dr. Dr. Abbott and I were discussing about um, different foods that um, can cause the body to have an av- or could have an adverse reaction to the body and then cause us to communicate harshly with one another, which could put a strain on relationships. But before we get to the foods, I just wanted to talk about the the benefits of a happy relationship and scientifically what can that do to improve the health of the people involved in the relationships versus having a stressed out, uncomfortable, uh, maybe even sometimes domestic violent relationship? Um, The first thing that you have to take into serious consideration is neuroscience and uh, endocrinology. These are the two very important uh, fields that play a major role in a successful relationship. When I, when I say endocrinology, we are looking at hormones. And then, uh, you know, hormones are very, very important. You mentioned testosterone, you, testosterone you mentioned, uh, and then there is also estrogen. You know, a woman, estradiol, estrogen, and all that should be um, at almost the same level as uh, their progesterone. Uh, if not, you know, uh, there will be menstrual problems. And if there are menstrual problems, you know, the man will be ready, but the woman will not be ready because deep down inside her, you know, there is something bothering her. You know, the vaginal discharge is going on and on and on and on. And, uh, and the, 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 the menstrual irregularities are also going on. Uh, last last month, she started her menses uh, five five days earlier, and th- this month she had her menses twice in the, in one month. You know, every 14 days now it's every 14 days, and then the menses will not come at all. And then when the menses start flowing again, I mean they smell so bad. You know, all these things will be on the woman's mind. You see, and regardless of her beauty, her elegance, her radiance. All these things are bothering you. Your hormones are out of balance, out of sync. You, I mean, this will affect your happiness. 
this will affect your happiness. That's why endocrinology uh, uh, comes into play. Now, when you're talking about neuroscience and then we are talking about neurotransmitters, you see, you must have a lot of serotonin because a lot of serotonin is very important for hope. It's very important for joy and happiness, you see. Then you have no epinephrine from the adrenal gland. It's very important for calmness. You see, you have to be calm. Even in the heat of adversity, you must remain calm. Because when you are calm, that's where creativity comes in. That is where problem solving comes in. You know you have a better idea when you are calm. You don't have a better idea when you are agitated. When you are agitated, all you want is violence. Solve the problem by any means, and, and any means is necessary, and all that. You are totally uncompromising. You see, your level of understanding has not been reduced to that of a beast. So, so serotonin is very important, and you have to, you have to, you have to weave uh, no epinephrine into that. So this is why, scientifically, you have to, you have to use uh, endocrinology neuroscience into what we are doing. If not, things will not go right. Then we have to add food science. Then if you add food science, then you know the kind of uh, uh, fish, the kind of proteins that, that have heavy metals. And heavy metals denature the enzymes that go a long way to produce norepinephrine, testosterone, estrogen, serotonin, and the other hormones. So we cannot just isolate foods from uh, science. No. They are all together. And by putting all of them together, you know what is wrong with a relationship. How can a person who is not producing serotonin be good at nurturing? That such a person will be a lousy nurturer. You know, there's a, dif- there's a difference between self-nurturing and nurturing another person, nurturing a dog, nurturing a pet, so that the pet also nurtures you. But you are not producing serotonin, and then you are not producing norepinephrine. You are stressed out more than everyone else on e- in the room. You are stressed out more than everyone else in, in the office. What is wrong with you? Then you get, you get in the car, you, you are going to buy a sandwich, you are at the red light, and you are honking. The, the light is red. It's not green. Why are you honking? And then you go home and you expect you, you expect your you expect your your wife I mean to be receptive to to, to 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 your advances. Well, she also has problems. She has hormonal problems too. So solve this problem scientifically. Thank you. Mm, thank you, thank you. Um, one, okay, I want to go down to the sailor level a little bit and talk about nurturing. Can you just talk about nurturing for a second and the role it plays in healing and in symptometry, please? And I'm leading up to something. I just want you just to talk about um, the role in healing um and and why the cells you may even want to give the definition of the word health because I'm going to be talking about healthy relationships so if we're using healthy relationships we have to talk about the definition of the word health and how nurturing plays a part in that so can you speak on that please 
Yes. Um, um, health is a reward that the totality of the cells bestow on a person who succeeds in aligning the desires of their mind with the needs of their cells. When you are going to a supermarket, you have to know what you are going to buy. You make sure that what you are buying will not hurt yourself. And by, in order to know what you are going to buy, you have to use science to deconstruct what you are going to buy. Are you going to buy lemonade or are you going to buy mango juice? What, what criterion are you going to use to select mango juice over lemonade? This is not common sense. This is science. And if you have not mastered this basic science, you make a mistake. And this mistake is going to affect yourselves. And yourself will punish you by denying you health. This is how it works. You don't just throw all the nutrients at the cells and hope, hope that your cells uh, sort things out and then eliminate the rest. No. If you make a mistake, everything is going to the colon for elimination. You are not going to get a single nutrient. And even water, you will be denied water. And if your cells are not getting water, how can you have biochemical reactions? You need water, a bipolar medium for biochemical reactions. So without biochemical reactions, you will not be able to produce serotonin. You will not be able to produce norepinephrine, vas vasoprine, and all that. You will not be able to produce any. And here you are, an, a complete empty shell walking up and down the street or driving a car. A complete empty shell. You are not producing any, any neurotransmitters. Now, when it comes to nurturing, nurturing is the art of bringing the best out of a creature. You can bring the best out of your pet. It could be a cat. It could be a dog. It could be a rabbit, whatever. Bring the best out of that person, that, that, that entity. You, you, are, you have a relationship. You have a relationship. You are with a man or you are with a woman. Fine. Bring the best out of the person. Don't bring the worst. Bring out the best. Now, what is your passion? Gardening. Bring the best out of the plants. Bring the best out of the flowers. You know? What? You cut the flowers with, I mean, with gentle care. Take your time and do it. Respectfully. Is it because it is a, that you are not going to respect it? Well, when you study science the way I did, you respect every creature on this planet, except those that strayed into your territory. When they, stray, when they stray into your territory, you give them time to move. You give them time to live. Just like you have a fly that gets into your office, you don't kill the fly. You open the door for the fly to go. You open the window for the fly to go. God created it too. It made a mistake by coming to, to, the, to, to, your, to your office, to your room. Don't kill it. It also has babies to take care of. It also has a, a family to take care of. Don't kill it. So when you love people, when you love nature, when you love creation, you respect everything that God created. And this extends to nurturing. When a man nurtures a woman, 
and when a woman nurtures a man, there will be peace in that house. There will be happiness in that house. And there will be a lot of learning going on. The children will be learning. They will be watching through the corner of the eye, and they will be learning. Why are they learning? They are learning so that when they grow up and they marry, they will pass on the virtues of what they learn also to their marriage. This is why nurturing is very important. It goes a long way. Thank you. Now, Dr. Nardi, you did not grow up in America, did you? No, I grew up in several countries. Okay, so you would have more of an international background in relationships than what is going on over in North America, correct? That is true. That is true, yes. And from your observation, um, have you noticed that there are some differences in how relationships and the roles in relationships are conducted in America versus things that you've seen in other countries? That is that is very true. That is very true. And uh, uh, what 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 really shocked me was the number of divorces, the number of uh, separations, and the number of uh, traumatized children. You know, children of divorced parents, children of separated parents. And uh, this was what really shocked me because uh, in Cameroon, I did not see. I mean, uh, the the divorces are very very few and far between. Uh, Gabon, in Congo, and in Benin, in Togo, in Burkina Faso, in Ghana. These these are these are places where even in Mauritania or oh, Mauritania they are very, very they have a very strong tradition in marriage. Even though they are very poor and they are Saharan people that who live in the desert, you know these uh, these Fulanis and these Mauritanians they have a very 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 strong. Uh, uh, tradition in, uh, in in marriage, uh, and then and then they they live, they, they they are married until one dies, you know, or until both die, you know. So uh, it really varies, but here it's totally different. And one thing I observed here is money, money, money is central. Money is central to a relationship. Unlike uh, unlike uh, uh, Congo, Gabon, Zaire. Uh, and uh, Burkina Faso, where it is not money. You know, people are poor, but when they have each other, they are so rich in love, they are so rich in happiness, that even a person who has $10 million in their bank account will not, will not, will not experience one-tenth of their happiness. So it's totally different. Yes, there's a big difference. Now, you, have you noticed a difference in the roles that women play um, with feminine energy and men with masculine energy um, internationally versus what you see here in the United States? And my question is saying, do you think, and, I, and I, the second half of the question is, if a woman is, do you think that if a woman is too masculine um, and takes on a masculine dynamic or leadership dyna- dy- dynamic in a relationship that it causes her to put a strain on her internal organs as well as putting a strain on the relationship? 
And one thing I've observed is um, a woman can achieve whatever she wants to achieve. Uh, this is, you know, I have three adult daughters, and that is what I've instilled in them. And uh, I've always told them that, uh, you know, learn to be, and uh, if you have a man in your life, fine. If you don't have a man in your life, fine. Either way, never consider yourself a loser. You should always be a winner, you know. So if things don't go your way, always remember, go with the flow. And if things don't go your way and you resist and you want to force things your way, you are fighting destiny, and destiny will always win, always. So don't do it. Just go with the flow. You wanted to get married and you have not found a suitable man, so what? Life goes on. So lead a very independent life. Now, if you are married, and your, your husband, if you are married, and your husband also has his objectives, and his objectives contradict yours or conflict with yours, find a middle ground. And if you cannot find a middle ground, try to, understand, try to find out why it is impossible for you to have a middle ground. Why is it impossible for you to compromise? You see, we are problem solvers. We should never allow a problem to crush us. Never. Never, never, never. What we call problems, what we call problems are not problems at all. They are illusions. A problem is an illusion. It is an opportunity to shine. I don't know how old you are. If you are about 40-something years now, maybe 42, 43, 45, I think, but if anything at all, you are not 50. And if you are 50, I'm going to deny you 50. So you should be less than 50 years old. I'm referring to you, Coach Kaye. So, okay. Now, look at, look at your age and look at the number of problems that you have solved since you were five years old until today. This alone tells you that to every problem, there is a solution. If you, don't have, if you don't find a solution today, you find a solution tomorrow, or forget about it altogether, and then the, the solution will, be, will drop in your lap. So don't stress yourself to the point where you are going to have an enlarged heart. Because stress is very negative. It produces a lot of negative vibrations. And ourselves, now we are going to the cellular level, ourselves do not divide with negative impulses. They divide with positive impulses. And if you have a lot of negative impulses or your body is flooded with negative impulses, what are you going to have? You are going to, many of your cells are going to atrophy. They are going to die. They are going to stop growing. You have now you, you, you have you have men you have men who, with uh, with one scrotum uh, larger than the other or one scrotum smaller than the other. Atrophy has has set in. Too much negative vibes. Too many negative vibes. Now, many women 
Many women are finding it difficult to have children now. And then when you examine their ovary, their ovaries are atrophying. They are getting smaller and smaller. You look at stress as something that is superficial, that's something that you can observe on people's faces. No. Many internal organs are affected. This is why a show of this importance should be appreciated by one and all so that you take stress out of your life, you become very creative, you find a way to produce more serotonin so that you are filled with hope, not doom and gloom all the time. You radiate positivism wherever you are. So this is what I wanted to say uh, to add about stress affecting the internal organs. A woman is in a relationship. I don't think it is it is very good for her to be domineering. The man has lost his job. Now you are the you are the breadwinner. So for this, you'll be ordering your man around as if. He was, he, was, he was a servant. You talk to your man disrespectfully because he lost his job. You send him to the market or to the, to the, to the supermarket and then you don't give him the money and just leave the money on the table for him to pick it up. This is disrespectful. And from my personal experience, I have lived it all. I have seen it all. All the way from being homeless to being a giant now. So I've seen it all. Turn, the tables will turn. And when the tables turn, you are going down in flames. When the tables turn, you are going down in flames. So when you have the opportunity to shine, don't exploit that opportunity unnecessarily. Treat others with respect. Treat others with dignity, including your boyfriend, including your husband who just lost his job. Don't be domineering. So sometimes the situation is very, I mean, the, the relationship is strained just because one is not willing to forgive. The husband who lost his job and you who you were lucky to, uh, to have retained your job and because you were a breadwinner for two years, your man, when the tables turn, will never forget how you humiliated him. So we talk about happiness in relationships. Well, don't forget that you have a brain too. And in that brain, you have genes. And the genes recorded every event, and they will play it back. So we want all of us to be winners, man and woman. We have to be winners. But you need a few lessons on how to win, and this is what you are getting out of this show tonight. This is a dream come true. Excellent. Well, I'm sure that's a great dance there, Coach. Is, is, is the coach on break? Oh, 
No, I'm here. I'm here. I'm sorry. Yes, I was just saying, I forgot I had it on mute for a second, um, that I'm glad that Dr. Nardi has spread it out very well because I kind of set him up because I know one thing Dr. Nardi likes, and he loves an expert with scientific data. When people say, Dr. Nardi, how you feel? Dr. Nardi says, I don't care about no feelings or my opinion. I want to hear some science. I want to bring scientific data. And so my guest tonight has some scientific data. She's interviewed over 1,000 men in this field of relationships. And, Dr. Nardi, you always tell us that in symptometry, there's so many subjects to be covered that you can't get to them all. Do you think you're going to be able to get to all the subjects that need to be covered scientifically or to, or to be explored down to the root cause? <laughs> well, it stretches to infinity, and we'll keep doing it and keep digging. Yes, yes, I'm, I'm ready, and uh, yes, I will be able to do it, but it will take some time because there are so many things to cover. Right, but I don't want you to try to do all that because I know you're still trying to get two days off during the week, and right now you ain't had two days off in over 20 years, so that's why we're trying to get you some help. So when I found this scientist, this is much like the story of when you were going to get that job and you gave the person your last $2 and you were trying to get home. I was sitting outside the train station. I was sitting outside the train station one day, and a beautiful young lady walked by, and I like legs, too. And I saw her legs, and I was like, like, okay. And so I spoke to her, and then I don't know how we started talking, and then she said, I'm an author. And I said, you're an author? And she said, yeah, I wrote a book called Man Leads. And I was like, okay, I want you to come on my show because I love talking about relationships. And so I tracked her down uh, for about two months. I ordered the book and started reading it, and then I had her on the show, and she brought up a dynamic that had I didn't even know about when we were talking about uh, how women talk and the role of following and how it strengthens the relationships. And so I wanted to just even introduce that dynamic to you tonight so you could sit back and rub your chin and say, hmm. So without further ado, I want to introduce our guest tonight, our guest expert panelist. She's a relationship scientist, and her name is Ro Cutno. Y'all put your hands together for her. It's awesome, baby. Thank you, Ro, for joining us tonight. Welcome to the Coach K Show and some Tometry Night. Hi, thank you. Ça va, monsieur? Ça va? Hello, hello, hello. How are you? Oui, ça va. Est-ce que vous allez bien ce soir? Oui, je, je me porte bien. Je me porte bien. Très bien, très bien. Tout va bien. Oh, I love that. I, I, I just love when people bond in different hey. languages. Yes, yes, yes. Woo! Okay. So, and she spoke to you with using the what the French call the language of love, Dr. Nardi. Did you notice that? Yes, yes, and I got a, uh, yeah, yes, 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 with a soft touch, too, yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much, Ro. Ro, you've been listening to the conversation tonight. I know you were like, well, are they talking about relationships? Or are they talking about health? Well, we're talking about healthy relationships from many different dynamics, and I'm just so glad that you patiently held on to come in with your research. Could you please introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about 
what pro- prompted you to write a book called Man Leads, the research that you did, and what you feel is a, a very valid solution to happiness in relationships. Okay, so to make a long story very short, I owned an international school for eight years, which was extremely forward, especially for education within the African-American community. Um, This school was a trilingual school, and I am still the world's leading expert on how children acquire multiple languages. I have never given my secret away, and my school was the only school that fully benefited from my expertise. Meanwhile, the mothers of my students would come to the school daily and complain and find problems and bring any type of negativity that they had to the school. (laughs) And after about eight years, I became finished. I learned firsthand how their husbands feel at home. They practiced with their mouths and their negativity and their negative thoughts. Um, They practiced a a kind of disease that I, I, I kind of look at it as a, as a disease. Negative thinking and negative talking mm-hmm. and finding problems all the time is like an addiction that a lot of women have in Western society. Um, the teachers that I employed were all from different countries, and it, this was a requirement because of the language factor. And their experiences in their relationships were full of peace. And the comparison was amazing. So when I decided that I couldn't take these women's negative complaining and breaking down of the school and the students' overall experience anymore, I decided to research how this dynamic affects relationships around the world. And basically what I learned is that women are depleting men very quickly of their testosterone levels, the men in their lives, and men feeling a need to naturally protect themselves pull away from them. Um, But one of the most important factors to understand with all of this is there is nothing else on earth that affects a man's testosterone level as quickly as his woman. And nature seems to have it designed this way because men are supposed to be alert to what a woman needs in order to protect and to provide for her and for their offspring. And when a man is in a relationship with his woman, that particular woman has the power to either greatly and quickly increase his testosterone throughout the day or to greatly and quickly decrease his testosterone throughout the day, more than any other factor on earth. Wow. Now, Dr. Nardi, scientifically, I know you just listened to what she said, and she doesn't know your story of how you give credit to your wife uh, nurturing you back to health and, you know, supporting you in the things that you needed to do in order to 
uh, found symptometry. Um, but how important was your or is testosterone levels in men as far as being healthy and in protecting and providing for their households? Well, um, that is very important, but uh, let, me, let, me, let me jump quickly to confirm uh, and endorse uh, what, uh, what uh, the good work she did because uh, um, my wife plays a prominent role in my success. You know, she there was the one who never gave up on me. She was the one who gave me hope. She was the one who was always with me when even my parents and my brothers and sisters abandoned me. So what she's saying is, is, is right. And uh, my level of testosterone was up. Uh, well, I will not say diminished somehow because there was no negativity at all. But my food was horrible, so I will not say that my testosterone level was very high, it made, but it was not depleted, and this was compensated for by nurturing, excellent nurturing that I have. So, therefore, uh, I'm endorsing what she's saying. Mm-hmm. Yay! Okay. Now, um, one of the principles that she makes, um, <clears throat> one of the statements that she makes in um, her book on page 188 is retrain your mouth. And that premise is, well, Ro, I want you, I, I know how it feels to me when I read it, but I want you to, to say why did you feel that that was an um, important aspect of, that, that you wanted to address in the Her Manual of your book or how she should treat her man in order to have a happy and healthy relationship? Well, the main factor is that women do not realize how much their voices and the words that they choose affects a man. It goes back to this testosterone factor and how women often don't realize that they are affecting their whole entire family's success when they break their man down. And the very, the most important factor is a woman's words and voice, her mouth. You know, we are sometimes very sensitive when people refer to our mouth. You know, it's, it, it seem, we feel like we're being treated as a child. You know, watch your mouth. You know, women need to watch their mouth. And it doesn't sound good to most women, but we need to understand that our mouths have the power to build people up or break people down way more than we understand because other people's words don't affect us as much. We think that if someone speaks negative words to us um, that we feel, you know, maybe pretty bad, but we have no idea how this will affect our man. Our man looks towards us to be appreciative and supportive and the number one cheerleader. And a woman's, a man's woman is supposed to constantly increase his ability with her words and her voice. But women have gotten into a habit of using very masculine-sounding voices and by using very crass words, 
you know, just because it's popular on TV does not mean that it's good for your relationship. It's pr- probably the opposite in all cases. And just because a man uses certain words does not b- mean that he can physically, scientifically, and emotionally accept those words back. You know, if we are going to be nurturers, we have to understand that this comes from our mouths greatly and our hands, the way that we touch with our hands and with our mouths. So you feel also that touching is a major component of having a successful and happy relationship as well? I think that touching is an incredibly huge aspect to having a happy relationship. When I explain this to American women, there is a kind of confused look on their faces because nobody's touching. So if nobody's touching and touching is incredibly important, then that means nobody's relationship is as good as it can be if people are not touching. A a woman touching a man in a nurturing way, and this can be completely non-sexual. It can be his arm, his back, his face, any place that you can touch someone in public. If a woman touches a man in this type of way, this immediately increases his testosterone to such a degree that she can consider that her job because this man feels so good he'll be able to make two times as much money as he would before the touching. (laughs) You know, a pleasant voice and touching and nice encouraging words is magic that women have become unaware of. This is magic. This is a type of um, healing to a man that he needs on a daily basis in order to continue to be successful. No man can be incredibly successful if he does not have a nurturing woman. He can reach some level of of success, but no man can reach greatness if he does not have a nurturing woman. Men need to be very careful about the women that they have around them. A lot of men think that they can save. A lot of men think that they can stay in negative marriages and keep and just work hard and be successful. This is untrue. You either need to fix your marriage or you need to let go of it. Because if it's not, if your woman is not nurturing you in a feminine way, you will never reach greatness. She is one of the hugest factors to your pathway to greatness. Hmm. Now, can you speak? I want to hear a little bit about the diversity of the men that you interviewed in doing your research. What what areas of the world did they come from? Um, Europe. Um, so Western Europe, Asia. North Africa, East Africa, West Africa, South America, Central America, North America, um, and Iceland. 
And in all of those men, did you find any of them who who said, you know, well, what were some of the um, prerequisites for you even even interviewing them? Did you interview any single men, or did they all no. have to be in relationships? I only interviewed married men whose husbands, whose wives were affectionate towards them. And the reason for this is because a woman cannot fake affection. Women cannot fake affection. Every woman knows this to be true. Women can fake and have sex with a man that they don't care about or don't like or even are not attracted to. But women cannot give affection to a man, non-sexual affection, to a man that they do not like. It won't work. So I wanted to have the secrets and the habits and the wisdom recorded of the men who's, who can make their wives feel so happy that they return that happiness in the form of affection. Mm. Okay, now you're getting ready to see why I needed your yin to go with Dr. Nardi's scientific aspect. So I'm going to jump back over, and, and you're probably going to grab something from this too. Dr. Nardi, when she's talking affection, I'm hearing the word energy, and I'm translating that into neurotransmitters. What effect does a woman, um, what, I guess it's a two-pronged question. If a woman is faking affection or trying to, what, what effect is that having on her neurotransmitters? And if a woman is being authentic in her, in her affection, what effect does it have on her and her partner and their neurotransmitters? Yeah, uh, this is going to affect the level. Um, is the level. Uh, when is the level of neurotransmitters will be higher if it is genuine, and the level will be lower if it is fixed. It mm-hmm. gets the regulatory level. Now, Dr. Nardi, hold on, hold on one second. Let's just say we have a 14-year-old who's listening and doesn't know what neurotransmitters are used for. I want you to explain it for a 14-year-old how neurotransmitters relate to the body and in relationships. Okay, that is very simple. The, the foundation of the human body is electricity. That is the foundation of the human body. And, and this electricity, I mean, requires um, certain cables. This, this electricity requires a certain, a certain mode of transmission. There must be communication going on. And neurotransmitters are very, very important for this kind of communication. So, so there are some communications that are good that raise that raise, that that uh, raise our 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 hope. Some communications that are not too good it makes us depressed. So this is the role of neurotransmitters. So another name for neurotransmitter is electrical signal boosters. That that is the name of a neurotransmitter. Mm-hmm. So that's what I, that's how I'm going to explain it to a 14 year old. Thank you, thank you very much. Now, are we <clears throat> are are the neurotransmitters in women and the neurotransmitters in men identical, or are we wired different? Yes, we are wired differently because 
women have more hormones than men. So, so that, this is why they are, women are more emotional. And when she said, you know, this is, this is, this is one thing I would have, I would have liked uh, uh, Miss Lowe to add. That is, woman, know yourself. Woman, know yourself. And she, she said it right because, you know, you have to retrain your mouth. So it means that, this means that there are certain things that women don't, do not know about themselves. And uh, what she's doing now is a re-education of, the, of womanhood toward the world so that women get to know themselves better. And by knowing themselves better, they will improve their relationship with their men. Because don't forget that it's not just the woman who, it's not just the man who needs a woman. The woman also needs a man. Mm-hmm. And uh, it goes both ways, you know. Mm-hmm. So if they know how to nurture each other, if they know how to speak respectfully to each other, if they know how to touch themselves appropriately, because don't forget, she, she, she used the word touch. Well, touching was changed, was, was changed into a form of therapeutics, and that form of therapeutics today is called massage. And people do not know the importance of massage. Massage is very important because when a person is being touched appropriately in, a, in an area where, uh, where, where blood has stagnated and circulation is very, very poor, the proper vibrations during the touching process allows circulation to resume and for nutrients to be properly distributed. This is why after a person has been properly touched, the person is much healthier than the, the time or the, the, the period prior to the touching exercise. So touching is very important. Yes, I do agree. I do agree. But my point is it goes both ways because you are talking about a happy relationship. It should not be only be tilted in one direction on one side. The man too should, should, be, should, be, trained, should be trained to do that. Now we can go a step further. If a person does not have the right neurotransmitters or is very deficient in neurotransmitters, there will be problems. It doesn't matter whether you are a man or a woman, there will be problems. Because if you don't have the right nurturing and then something happens at work or you were given a pink slip, you will not be coming home with a smile on your face. You will be reflective on the way home. And if somebody robs you the wrong way, well, you need a lot of self-discipline to prevent an explosion, an emotional explosion. So this is what needs to be taken into account also so that the relationship moves smoothly. Thank you. Dr. Nardi, I want you to name what you feel in your scientific background are the top three foods that um, should be avoided because they have a negative effect on the production of healthy neurotransmitters since we have established that um, healthy neurotransmitters are essential to having healthy relationships. What three foods, especially for women, because I know you have, you have your book, um, The Path to Optimal Women's Health. What are the three foods that you say that women should avoid that um, are 
anti or not good for neurotransmitters? Catfish. Shrimp. Lobsters. And I may even add one, crabs. These are the three foods that are affecting people all over the world. It's not only here. These are scavengers. I asked one woman one day, and she told me that, oh, shrimps are good. Yes, shrimps are good. I understand. That's why you are yelling at your child in the store. Shrimps are good. <laughs> now, do you know, let me ask you a question. Will you eat a vulture? Uh, no. Ah, what? Vulture? What? No. Okay. Then why do you eat shrimp? Then she, there was total silence for a while. And then that was a big wake-up call. You are, you, are, you are consuming scavengers. They feed on heavy metals. Heavy metals denature the enzymes that speed up the production of neurotransmitters. So you see the connection? That's why I said, no, don't consume an item that is going to denature the enzymes that speed up the production of neurotransmitters. So these are the three foods. I added one, but uh, you can stick to the three. No, we're gonna we're gonna make it a perfect square. We're gonna square it off around here. That's no problem with us. So so Ro, when you are you know coaching, you might want to ask the women. She's and she noticed she's always yelling at a man or she's very upset. You may have to suggest to her that she lay back off to, you know, ask her what she's eating. You know, does she eat a lot of crab or shrimp or lobster or catfish? Because that also contributes to her neurotransmitters. So you may be telling her, but she may have had some uh, catfish and grits or some shrimp and grits right before she got to your, right before she got to your office or got to your meeting. And even with all the technology and the information that you've given her, if she's taking in, if she's sabotaging it through diet, which is, you know what I'm saying, that could definitely affect the relationship as well, which is why I wanted to include you in on this show because we're very heavy on, on, on proper um, what we consume, the safe consumables for us. And if this is your first time listening to the show, not just Roe, but anybody, uh, please visit symptometrybooks.com and get your copy of what to consume. Don't be angry all the time. Don't think it's the man's fault. Don't think it's the woman's fault. It may have a lot to do with the food that you are consuming. And there's another piece in the downside of nutrition where Dr. Nardi talks about um, cerebral anemia in women as a result of them eating ice. A lot of women just like to eat ice, and it causes them to talk a lot. And I know the other day, Ro, you told me, you said women, you know, have a tendency or, or need to be interrupted because they talk a lot. Can you, can, can, can you give me some more background on that, please? Well, what I meant was that women, um, women expect 
and need interruption in talking. This is a normal way for women to communicate. And often this is offensive to men, but men are not understanding that women think that it is for a woman, an interruption during a conversation can be a harmonious flow of conversation. But this that is, doesn't necessarily work for men. Right. This is where you bring up an excellent. Now, this is why I just fell in love with you right here. Can you please talk about the dynamics of the word perception? Because what, you know, this is why I say we're all not created equal. Dr. Nardi said we're not all wired the same. So can you talk about the differences in perception? Because I think that men need to hear that and women need to, especially women need to hear that. And maybe men, it will help them so they can explain if they're listening to the show. They can, it, it, it can give them some resolve in their mind. And they're saying, why doesn't she get what I'm saying? Why doesn't she get what I'm saying? And, or she's looking and saying, he's not listening to me. He's so stupid. Right. And da, da, da. So can you please talk right. about this difference in how men and women uh, look at um, the perception of things being said. Well, um, B, there are so many misunderstandings when it comes to verbal communication between men and women. One of the hugest ones is that men try to talk to women in a way that they want to be talked to. And women try to talk to men in a way that they want to be talked to, but neither of these match. For instance... Men would like a woman to gently talk about something that bothers them so that they, without emasculating them or belittling them, and they will appreciate the fact that she did not belittle him and takes the hint and are conscious of this. But women do not feel that when a man speaks to them with hints and goes around and says, you know, I like that dress, but you could wear a different one, or, you know, the dress you had on yesterday was beautiful, instead of saying, actually, I don't like the dress you have on. Um, this confuses women because that's how we talk. We talk in a direct way to men because that's how we understand people to talk to us. And it will be helpful for a man to say to a woman, I, I prefer, you know, I like the dress that you wore yesterday instead of going around the bush about the dress. And because men want women to say that to them, you know, well, you did great today, but you did great yesterday. And that works for a man. This type of communication works. He gets what that means. He gets that that means you could have done better today. But women do not hear this when men talk to them in this polite, circular way. We only hear when men say, you, should, you could have done better today. And so many times women are confused by what men want because I tell women all the time, men like this, men don't like that, men cannot handle this, men are frustrated when women do that. And they say to me, well, no man has ever told me that. But men have told them, they just could not understand. And the reason that men talk in this way is mostly because they are trying to keep the peace 
one. The second reason is because they find complaining to be unattractive. And the third reason is because they don't want to hurt the person's feelings. They expect all of these things from women in the form of communication. So it would be a benefit if women learned exactly how men want to be talked to and men learn how women want to be talked to. But um, the another great factor is when a man comes home, he generally needs to wind down. And women want to talk to men so much the moment they hit the door. This is a very big misunderstanding because women need to talk at the end of every day. And men need to wind down or zone out at the end of every day. There need, if when we can understand each other in this way, the, they can take turns. It's, it makes sense to let the man wind down for a couple of hours and then, or as, as long as it takes, it doesn't usually take two hours for most men, and then give his woman time to talk. They can even be spending quality time with each other during this time as long as the woman knows that she cannot talk while her man is trying to wind down. It's awesome, baby! This is a dream come true. It's also a very good time for men to practice the art of undressing a woman. This is a huge, huge, hugely effective practice. And I, women often ask me, why am I supposed to be quiet if my man wants to undress me? A man undressing his woman in silence is teaching her how to communicate in a masculine way. It's only fair that women learn how to communicate without using words the way that men communicate. So this is not necessarily a sexual practice. It can or cannot be. But during the wind-down practice at, uh, method at the end of the day, if a man is undressing his woman and she is in silence, this works well for both at the same time. Stop talking all the time. Talking all the time is annoying and not necessary. Talking is not the only form of communication. Touch is communication. Smile is communication. Eye contact is communication. And silence is also communication. Wow. In your in your book well, hold on. You know I got to give it to you first. Hold on. It's awesome, baby! And the hits just keep on coming. Dr. Nardi, before I ask questions, how, how do you, I know you're sitting there just listening to this. You know, as a man, not even a scientist, but as a man, and you're hearing these type of things, what is, what's coming to your mind right now? Um... I would say that uh, she is, uh, Ms. Lowe is right, uh, because uh, as she was talking, I was reviewing uh, mentally the 
Pakistani couples I know, the Indian couples I know, the Cameroonian couples I know, the French couples I know because mm-hmm. I live in France. I was reviewing all these things mentally and then uh, um, I realized that, uh, well, she, she, she has a point. She, she has a point. But uh, where I will not uh, go, where I will not play along all the way, is that many women suffer from a disease called loquacity, you know, and uh, L-O-Q-U-A-C-I-T-Y, loquacity. Uh, They they, they suffer from that that, that problem very seriously, and uh, they just keep talking and talking and talking and talking, and Mm -hmm. you get, you get, you you get, you, you, you share, you share a taxi with them, and they will keep talking and talking and talking until she reaches her destination. Uh, sometimes you just keep talking on the plane, on the flight, talking and talking and talking. She will find something to talk about. She will always find something. That is low quality. Uh, many women suffer from that. And, uh, you know, when you have a man who is very quiet and does not like to talk, this is very, very annoying. So this is one aspect that Ms. Rowe uh, did not take into account. Uh, it is a disease that uh, many women suffer from. Thank you. Wow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, didn't even, I didn't even know it was a disease called loquacity. Ro, did you know that? No, I knew it was a condition. I did not know that there was a name. <laughs> and I know it's annoying, too. <laughs> so, okay, Dr. Nardi, you definitely, because, I mean, she has a, um, in one of the sections in, in the, her manual, it says, don't talk your man to death. That's on page uh, two. Oh, okay, I see. So she covered it, but she did not have a name for it. Okay, yes. I see. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> well, well done, well done, well done, well done. That's good, that's good. <laughs> where does this, where does this, where does this uh, condition slash disease come from, and is it curable? Oh yes, yes, uh, yes, 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 yes. But you see, when you are when you are, when you are when when you are treating a woman who is suffering from that, uh, you have to know how to how to how to space the, the treatment, or else she will shut up and she will not like to talk at all. You know, so that is not what you want. You know, so all you want all you want to do is uh, talk when is when you feel that uh, it's time for you to talk, and then stop talking when it is time to stop talking. You know, so, you know, if you have to walk a very fine line. So you have to know exactly when to start the treatment, when to stop the treatment, and then uh, don't continue the treatment. If, because if you continue the treatment, the woman is going to shut, I mean, shut up completely. I would not like to talk at all. And that is not what you want. So you have to reverse it again. So, you know, it's very, it's very tricky. Wow. So have you treated someone? Have you oh, treated yes, a- yes, 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 yes. Uh, yes, yes, yes. Well, I have, I definitely have some uh, people that's going to be calling your office tomorrow. And uh, all of the men out there, if you need to call headquarters to get in contact with Dr. Nardi to take care, what is it called? Loqua- loquacity? Yes, loquacity. Uh, L O Q U A C I T Y. Loquacity. Okay, so fellas, you heard it. You heard it right here first. 
And if you having a, if you having that going on, and you bought the um, book from Roe, Man Leads, and then you just held the book up in her face and was like, "Stop talking me to death," and it's not worth. <laughs> and you going through the book, and you bought her the book, and you got the book. And thank you very much. Yes, I just had a, just a very sweet woman come in here and tighten up my do. And this makes me, I, you know, my testosterone levels are running real high right now, Dr. Nardi, because I look a little bit. <laughs> she was gentle and, you know, got me looking good. So when I go to New Orleans this weekend, so thank you very much, Dr. Nardi and Roe, for combining with this show. And then, you know, I had to stop for a second and say, thank you very much, Queen, for helping me look good. You know, you men, don't just sit there and be abusive. That was one of my big points uh, to, to tell women that is not, to to follow or to be submissive is does not mean you are going to be a slave. And I think that role a lot of women misunderstand you in thinking that that is what you mean when you say a man must lead you and you must follow and everyone is going to win. Would you like to address that that fallacy that you know that some women think that by, by using the word submissive or follow that they are coming into some type of servitude where they will be abused? Yes, I would love to address that. There are two main things to look at. This is, we need to factor in the fact that women affect men scientifically. And when I speak to women, a lot of women ask me about submissives. I don't. I'm not using the word submissive. It's them who come up with this word. Are you trying to say I'm supposed to be submissive? Um, But I am very adamant that women need to be submissive, not to their man, but to the fact that he is a man and she is not. When we have and understanding that a woman is going to determine her man's success and therefore her family's success based on his feeling and actual scientific makeup based on her behavior, it needs to be understood that women have way more responsibility than we have been taking. If I'm out with my man, and we are at dinner or some type of business um, function, I am going to make sure that I represent him and treat him in such an extremely feminine way that all other women take a second guess about their behavior and that the men around us honor my man more because of my behavior towards him. Every time I put my napkin on my man's lap, he gets a shot of testosterone. It just spikes up. Every time I rub his back or let him speak when somebody asks a question or keep a smile on my face, this increases his testosterone over and over and over and over and over and over again. Every man in the room can feel that this is happening to him. My man has the advantage of being top dog everywhere we go. 
<laughs> now, Why would a woman not want that for her family and for her men? Now, here's a point that you made on the show the other night, and I want you to make sure you state it tonight. What's the reason? What's the benefit of keeping your man's testosterone high and sharp, bro, from a female perspective? What is the benefit or advantage for keeping the testosterone level high? The, the advantage is, is that he will be really hugely successful in work. He will meet, meet a lot of goals for the family. He will be healthy, physically healthy. He will be emotionally, emotionally clear. He will be more devoted to his woman and his family. He will feed into the woman's femininity as she feeds into, her mas- into his masculinity. So the more a woman increases a man's masculinity, the more a man will increase her femininity because a woman has to let go of her masculinity in order to feed into her man's masculinity. And he will, in turn, protect her femininity so that it continues to feed him. It's a cycle that keeps going in a circle. Wow. Dr. Abbott, you just stay over there because I know you got something to say. I know you're over there grinning and smiling and all that. But I got to go and take a few calls before we get off the air tonight. Please call in 347-205-9089, 347-205-9089. You've been listening in to Coach Kyer from CoachKyer.com. You've been listening to Dr. Maxwell Narty from Symptometry.com, S-Y-M-P-T-O-M-E-T-R-Y, Symptometry.com, and Dr. Charlie Abbott of Symptometry of North Carolina.org, and our very, very, very special guest we have enjoyed so much for bringing in all her cultural science today, her anthropology, because really she's bringing in the anthropology end of it, Mrs. or Queen Roe Cutnew, and her site is manleads.com, manleads.com. Please follow her on Instagram, Twitter, she got a face. She's got a Facebook page. Hit the like on it. She got a YouTube page. All of that. Let me get to the first caller. Caller from the eight zero four nine two nine. You're on the line on Coach Kaya Radio tonight with Symptometry. Can you give me your name and where you're calling from, please? Hello, caller from the eight zero four. Eight zero four going once. Eight zero four going twice. All right, we'll be back. Caller from the 951, I'm coming to you next. 951-374, your microphone is wide open. Can I get your name and where you're calling from, please? So, Coach, it's Big Ben. How you doing, sir? What's happening, Big Ben, out there in L.A.? What's, everything is good on my end. How you enjoying the show tonight? I'm, do, I'm doing all right. I just got the very last end of a Coach, but you ain't fair with him, Coach. Dr. Norty <laughs> and Roe, come on now. <laughs> that's a combination. That's a that's that's a that's a wicked combination. Coming. I had to come do on, it. coach. Your, your lineup is sick. I had your to do it. Your lineup is sick, coach. I had. And the I thing had. is, hey, I I I ain't mad at you. The cats that don't understand what you're putting together, it, uh, coach, you're putting out straight heat and science. You have a lady on the air who's giving 
men and women a truer understanding of the male-female dynamic and how it's gotten twisted. Like I said before, I'm a little less passionate. Uh, however, I am very passionate in, in, in respect of what's being presented to me. Dr. Nardi and his science, and then Roe, who's a, like I said, a cultured woman, like I stated before, who's telling women, it's like sound bikes, coach. She just told you, told you guys the solution. If you honor your man, he's going to bring more to the family. How simply is that? You honor your man in the presence of other men, he's going to do more for you as a woman. He's going to, he's going to revel you. He's going to bring you things that you couldn't even imagine because how you treated him. You let him relax. You, in essence, let him guide. You know, if I put, if put it like this. He asks the word of submit. You're a martial artist. You bow to your sensei because you trust him, and you put your crown of your head to him as a, as a form of respect. That's exactly what you know. Roe is saying, and it's kind of like if you got if you ladies under understood, he'll build you a kingdom so you can have everything that you want. But you got to actually honor him first. And like I said, the the, the lady Roe. I, like I said, I befriended you on Facebook. Um, I, I, I want I want to know when your lecture series is coming about. Cause I want to <laughs> I want to donate that to you, and if you want to start up a school, I want I want enough to invest in that because for the younger generations, they need this information that you're putting out there. Yes, so and lots of generations do actually. I am literally in the process of figuring out how to raise funds for a national show based in Atlanta and for a film that helps to promote the national show. We need to reach a large number of people, and I have been able to explain this to women in their language and also to explain things to men in their language. Um, and the um, the amount of misunderstandings is astronomical. Women don't know what they're doing. Men find this very hard to believe, but women do not know what they're doing. When I explain this to women, almost all women, because a woman is naturally nurturing, she doesn't want to do what I'm explaining that women do to a man's psyche and to the success of her family. When I can explain this in a scientific and sociological way, women listen. And men don't believe me that women listen. <laughs> but women are listening. Every woman who I can reach are listening and making immediate changes. Immediate so if I am able to have a class of some sort, and I, in hopefully the form of any type of show, um, something that reaches a large number of people, I am going to need financial backing. I'm just putting that out there. Men need to come to the lead here. Okay. <laughs> hey, Ro, let, me, let, me stop, let me stop you right there. At the end of the month, you got $100 from me. That's right. Thank you so much. Here we go. Bam. Wait, I need your Facebook name. It's awesome, baby. 
Hey, I'm I'm a I'm a student coach, and we about action. So, uh, you will have a hundred dollars on air. I am documented and accounted for. Well, that's not a lot of money, but it's a start. And hopefully, yeah, it's you know, a great it's a great donation. Thank you so much. Not a problem. Thank what you. What is your Facebook name? Uh, Benjamin Harrell. Benjamin Harrell. Okay. I'm gonna look on there for you. Okay. Please do. I'm so excited. Just keep on coming. Yes, 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 yes. Now, see, bro, this is your first time on the Symptometry Show, but I'm going to let, I'm not even going to say it myself. Dr. Nardi is not surprised. He's just sitting over there chilling right now. I'm not, he's in Chicago. I'm in Atlanta. He's just saying, man, look at Coach Kyrie's audience. Dr. Nardi, does this surprise you from this audience? No, I've always, I've always said that you have a very, very intelligent audience. I've always said it. I said it on the first day. I came to this show, to your show, more about three years ago. Yes, I did. And Ro is just getting an experience of it. And she, this is my first time hearing that she wanted to have more exposure. Dr. Nardi, do you think that uh, she's in the right place? And I'm getting ready to start doing a show with her on Wednesday night. Do you think that um, I'm going to bring some audience and some attention to uh, to her calls? Based, based on her, her research and her practical um, approach to uh, this um, very, very important uh, uh, situation in the world, it's not only here in the United States, in the world, um, she needs to have more people listen to, to, to her, and then uh, so that, uh, you know, um, uh, she brings about changes in the world as far as relationship is concerned because uh, too many people do not understand themselves. You know, I mean, men, know, that, know yourself. Women, know yourself. Well, you try to know yourself for, for a day and then the next day you forget. You know, so <laughs> what, what is the commitment? What is the commitment to knowledge? There is no commitment to knowledge. So you, you need a, a, a constant reminder, and that constant reminder will be every Wednesday on the show. That is that will be the constant reminder. It's as simple as that. Mm, yeah, she ain't saying nothing yet. We got that in the works, bro. Don't you worry. Don't, I got big plans. If you like the man being in the lead, I'm I'm coming with it. Don't you you just rest your pretty head, keep doing your research <laughs> and using your using your magnetic ability. This is your this is your first taste of symptometry, but I'm a mad scientist, you know, and I'm a problem solver too. And Dr. Nardi has helped me over the last three years to um, ionize and clean up my blood and help balance my brain and the way I think so I can be more creative in solving problems. And is and is I think this is a part of I'm very happy to um, assist you and this is going to be really, really, really fun. So you just get ready to enjoy the ride. We got two more callers. Um, anybody who's in the, in the listen on the computer, the show's about to cut off, so you must dial in 347-205-9089. You must dial in to hear these last two callers. Next caller is a 610. Three three three. Your microphone is wide open. Can I get your name and where you're calling from, please? Hi, this is Shalanda, and I'm calling from Pennsylvania. Hey, Shalanda. Um, hello. I would first like to say to the um, to well, to the three people on the panel, thank you. Your um, 
you definitely added a lot of great information out there. So I appreciate that just as someone that's listening and, um, you know, just learning along the way. So I do appreciate, uh, you know, what you shared so far. Of course. Thank you. Thank you for okay. listening. Thank you. <laughs> no problem. Now, my question is to whomever, you know, would like to answer. I hear a lot about, you know, nurturing and then versus you don't want to smother a man. So you don't want to do too much. Is there, is there such thing as nurturing too much? Um, I would like to answer that question. Okay. If you are nurturing a man in the form of a mother, that is in the category mm-hmm. of emasculation, and that's too much. Okay. A masculine okay. man cannot accept being treated like a child. Mm-hmm. This diminishes his testosterone level also. But if you are clearly nurturing him, in, and he is a healthy, loving, and good man. Now, this needs to be clear. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. If you are nurturing him in a non-mothering way, because men love to be babied in private. This is, this is you know, one of those secrets. But in public, that will not work. That's babying. Yeah. That's mothering. Mm-hmm. Right? Um. If you're able to nurture a man without crossing the line into mothering, because that's belittling, there cannot yes. be too much nurturing. The more you nurture him, the greater he will become. Hmm. I was just, that was just kind of like one of those semantic things where, you know, some people say nurturing, some people say don't do it too much. So thank you for clearing that up. Mm-hmm. Dr. Nardi, would you like to add on to that question, or are you said, or, or, or are you Content and cool with Rose's response. Um, there is, there is, there is, there is one aspect that uh, there is one aspect uh, that uh, that was missing. That is, once beaten, twice shy. You see, there are some situations where uh, a, a woman was in a relationship before, and she nurtured a man, but not knowing that the man had a magnetic spot somewhere else, and eventually the man left. So she remarried, but she's very careful about uh, the extent of her nurturing. So she will be holding back from time to time because um, there, is that, uh, there is that signal, that reminder that keeps telling her that don't do too much. So if the man can also give her some assurance if the man can also reinforce her sense of security, there will be a big difference in the nurturing on both sides. That was only what I wanted to add. Mm-hmm. Mm, thank you, thank you, thank you. Shalanda, you got a double dose right there. I mean, did you have another? I mean, how was that? No, that was excellent. You know, it just clarified, like I said, that whole semantic thing with, People play on words, so it made perfect sense to me. Um, I appreciate the answer. Well, thank you for calling in. Do you have another question or a comment? No, I'm just enjoying it. You know, um, I like to add that I am a woman who does not mind following. So for those women that are out there, they should know the benefits of, you know, just 
playing your role and, and um, embracing your femininity because it's so much, you feel so much more at ease and happy and peaceful when you're in your true self. I'll just add that. Wow, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> it's awesome, baby. Thank you, and I appreciate it. Okay. Happy to meet All right. Call us from the 980-833. Your microphone is wide open. Can I get your name and where you're calling from, please? Omar Oya from Charlotte. Peace. How you doing tonight? Thank you for calling in. Thank you. Thank you. This is a wonderful show, Dr. Nardi, uh, Roe, Coach. This is this is really some some really good 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 food that we can eat on and be nourished by. Uh, so, um, you know, when you say a man leads, a woman follows. You know, as a therapist, it's it's so true, and I see a lot uh, in my work where. The reverse is happening, um, but nobody is winning, right? Um, I would love to have you out to Charlotte to talk to some social workers, sis. I would love to have you out um, and maybe come down on a Saturday or something. I want to talk to you about that. I have friended you on Facebook, too. Mm -hmm. I saw that. I would love to have you come down and, and or over and talk to us about your book, bringing your book, and just spending some time with us, telling us about your insights and you know how people can live more fulfilling lives, you know, with their partner. Mhm. Okay, I'm interested definitely. Um, I just accepted your fin- friend request on Facebook, so I saw your name there. Thank As you. you know, I have to go where I can be heard. This is mm-hmm. more than than just regular level importance, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And I would be honored to go to speak with therapists. Oh, that would be wonderful. You know, because, um, you know, the traditional roles have, have really been ignored, um, and, and probably for some good reasons, you know, imbalances, those kinds of things. Um, but, you know, I've come to respect also uh, the role of the man and also my own feminine role, too, so I can see how this works, not only on clients, but for myself, too. Um, it's a comfort. It's an ease that comes into a woman's life when she, you know, is able to, to move in this direction and, I'm a witness to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's one of the things that does need to be discussed, and maybe on its own show, how good women feel when men lead. Oh, what What'd you say? You say you want to have a show just about that? Oh, okay. Yeah, I heard how you. good you feel when you let a man lead. She must know. And then, she and must then know. And then yeah, and Dr. Nardi, you know, what does that do to a, a woman's nervous system? You know, what it does to a woman's a woman's mental system? M- mental and nervous system. Well, what, what you see, as as uh, as Miss Rowe was 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 saying this, I was as she was uh, rolling. Um, I was just smiling here because I said, listen. 
when you allow a man to lead, it makes you relax. You see, oh, yep. you allow, it makes you relax. Yes. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, it makes you relax. It really does. You see? So, you, you see, when you are very, when you are more relaxed, when you have relaxed well enough, what do you become? You become more creative. You become more loving. You see? Mm-hmm. So it is so it goes both ways. You let him go, let him do the heavy lifting and everything. And then when he comes back, when he comes home, he comes home to he comes home to a nurturing home. A nurturing home. Many of many men sometimes you'll be surprised. There are some men who don't want to go home. After oh. work and after work they don't want to go home. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They want to stay with their friends and drink and drink and drink and drink and drink. Or go, they to, don't the want to, or or go to the gym. Or go to the gym. That's right. That's right. <laughs> you see? So there is a component that is missing. So we've all given you all these, uh, all these uh, good nuggets. I mean, this will help to, 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 to strengthen a woman's place in her home and not feel threatened at all. Because let him go, he's coming back to me. Let oh. him go, he's coming back to me. Mm-hmm. That me is well stressed. Mhm, mhm. Yeah, it's 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 so true. It is so true. You know, and um, you know, you can just spread your toes out and relax. Exactly. And and what does it do? What does it do to your nervous system? You see, why is it that so many women have panic attacks? Anxiety attacks because they don't relax. They don't relax. They forgot how to relax. And they do something that is against nature for their bodies. It's the man's nature to take on these extra responsibilities. That is correct. It's a man's nature to take on. This actually improves his health to do the heavy lifting, but it Mm -hmm. decreases our health to do the heavy lifting. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is this is really wonderful. Yes, yes. And uh, yes. the, the, the reason the reason I applaud uh, Miss Rowe is um, go to the nursing homes, go to the rehab centers, and you see men, women who have outlived their men. Mm-hmm. Mm. We have women who have outlived their men by seven. To one, eight to one, ten to one. I mean, it's terrible. Some, I mean, uh, those who have uh, who have a bone to pick with women uh, or against women, they say, well, it is women who drove their husband to death. That is oh. not true. That is not true. You see. If you learn how to relax, you also help your husband to relax. Mm-hmm. And the atmosphere will not be so tense at home. I'm saying this because I know it firsthand. Mm-hmm. My mind is relax- strong and strong and strong because of what I'm saying and because of what, of, because what, or because of what uh, Ms. Rowe has said. Yes, and a relaxed woman 
makes a man relaxed. Mm. Mm. I like I like the sound. Of, so now this is so, bro. You touched on something you know real heavy right there because Dr. Nardi, um, his schedule. He normally is besides the night that he's doing my show. He's in the bed from eight o'clock to two o'clock, and he relies. Dr. Nardi, how much of the practice of symptometry? And what you have built to become the giant that you are is based off of creativity. If you were to um, categorize it in a percentage, what would you say would be the percentage that you depend on creativity each and every day? Oh, I, w- I would say 100% because I'm, I'm always relaxed. Look at, look, at, look at the amount of responsibility I have, administrative, teaching, or, I mean supervision. I'm, and I am not worn out at all. I am not worn out at all. <laughs> and 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 you can directly relate that as you sit back and and just recollect that that is a direct reflection of your woman being more relaxed and you having peace and harmony in your household and and she letting that, you leave. That is that is correct. That is correct. You see and and. Not only that, she enjoys me leading, and then she enjoys making corrections as I am leading. Oh. Oh. Say, that. Say that again for me, please. Say that again for me. She enjoys watch me lead, and then she enjoys making corrections when I'm making mistakes, when I'm leading. So both of us are working. Mm-hmm. I, now, wait a minute. And, and for Ro, I need you to say it in French. I need you to say that in French for me now, because I, I want it on the record for, for my international. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Elle est bien. I'm sorry. I, I wanted Dr. Nardi. Dr. could you say that in French for me, please? Oh, I thought you wanted me to say Je, je dirige, elle me corrige. Je dirige, elle me corrige. Wow. Wow. I'm in the building right now tonight. I'm just I'm just so happy and excited over here. I don't know what to do with myself. I, I love y'all. Y'all don't understand. Like I do this show for my for the for the listeners, but I, I have to do it for myself too because it just ooh, it just put that flavor on me. Yes. Okay. Thank, uh, thank you, Mama Oya, for calling in. I got to get two more callers. They still raising their hands. Okay. Thank, thank you. you. Caller from the three three seven two five one. Can I get your name and where you calling from, please? Good evening, everyone. This is Naima. I'm calling from Louisiana. Oh, Naima from Louisiana. Hello. Hi. Hi. Um, I've been listening to the show and. I'm hearing of the things that you say that, you know, women are supposed to do. And I was, I've was i been reflecting back on my past relationships, and I'm like, well, I've, I've pretty much done these things. But um, the men that I meet who I seem to get in serious relationships with, excuse me, relationships with, 
they seem the only place they seem to be interested in leading me is either to the kitchen or to the bedroom or to a party to show me off with their friends or the grocery store. And I'm just trying to figure out how do I resolve, you know, being a woman who likes to work. I'm a musician. I'm a singer, a songwriter, and a recording artist. And, like, when I'm with a man, I'm, like, I'm accommodating. You know, I don't pop off at the mouth or complain or anything like that. You know, do everything I can to just really, you know, make him relax and comfortable and feeling like a man needs to know what he needs to do. But, like, how do I come to, how do I say it, compromise between doing something outside of the home and still finding a way to balance, to find balance in my relationship to where he's happy. That's been a thing with me. Like, whenever I get with men, they like the fact that I'm so talented and stuff, and they know that I was doing this before I met them, but when they become a part of my life, just like they try to completely get me to just drop all the things that I love to do. And I'm just like, well, is this something that I'm supposed to sacrifice? Do I give up doing the things that I like to make sure that this man is happy and satisfied? Or, like, where is the balance? Are you ready for the harsh truth? Sure. Okay. Busyness is masculine. Women are supposed to have time for their men. That's feminine. When men are are attracted to a woman who is successful or talented, that's normal. That's called admiration. They ju- they're just admiring you. But it doesn't change the fact that they still need a certain amount of nurturing. Busyness is a masculine behavior. Women are not supposed to be, I don't have time for you. I don't have time to cook for you. I don't have, imagine a grandmother, okay? I say this to women and they kind of don't get it, but imagine your grandmother and you go to her house and you ask her to make red beans with sausage that only she knows how to make because you're from Louisiana, right? And she continuously tells you, and she's the grandma, and she's continuously saying, I don't have time for that. I don't have time for that. I don't have time for that. Grandma, can you sew up my new short, my shorts? I, I got a split, them, split in them. I don't have time for that. Grandma, can you make me some jambalaya? I don't have time for that. That's not nurturing. So it's a hard pill to swallow for a lot of women that you cannot have it all. There is only so much time in a day. This is a scientific fact that there are only 24 hours in a day. You need to find a balance and be realistic with the fact that if you want a relationship to be harmonious and to work, you're going to have to put time into it or you cannot expect it to work, period. It's a matter of choice. Hmm. And, well, see, that's the thing. I've never been to a point to where I've never told a man I was too busy to do You don't have anything. to say it. You just have to be busy. 
I haven't gotten to a point to where I'm that busy. That's what I'm saying. Just, just, just me even just starting to embark on it. It's just like, nope, nope. I don't want you to do that. Mhm. Well, men know that they need nurturing. This is a conscious thing. They know that they need it. Women don't know that they need to nurture. Mm-hmm. In order to be happy But men know that they need A woman's nurturing So it will be unattractive to a man For you to be too busy That's unattractive Because that's not feminine I think what she's saying is At at times We feel as if If you're so busy Then what do you need us for? Like, if you got everything going on, and, and for us, you know, we like to look busy so it can make us look more masculine. But when we see women who are so, so busy all the time, it 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 leaves little room for us to come in because we think, like, well, where, where are we going to solve some problems at? Because we want to solve problems, you know, and we want to be like a Prince Charles. Sometimes we don't want to. We don't want women to create um, all the time, just so we can feel wrong. Well, let me make up something. You know, there's nothing wrong here, so let me just uh, let me bust a hole in the window so he can have something to fix. No, we'd like authentic, authentic needs, not not uh, man-made or you know made-up stuff like that. So maybe that you know that particular area that she's talking about is a part where you may have to just fall back from doing uh, so many things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Was that helping? When when, when I'm not doing a whole lot, and that, that just is not like I'm touring all over the place, so I'm always practicing or busy. In the past, well, it's sort of getting like that right now, but I'm single. It doesn't really matter. But in the past, when I have been with somebody, it was more of like a hobby thing. And it's just like any time I focus on something that didn't have to do with them, and it, it was just something that I was doing before they came along, it was like everything I had to do had to center around them. And if I didn't, because I was engaged to be married to somebody, and that's how it was, like the moment, I, and it wasn't just with my music. You know, if I talked to my friend for too long while he was at work and I'd be at home just waiting on him and cooking and cleaning and stuff, you know, I talked to somebody else other than him for too long and it's a problem and I'm just like, well, am I supposed to, is everything I do supposed to be centered around him? Like, I'm really trying to understand. You have, you're so, women... A lot of women do not understand how much time they are supposed to spend on their men. And let me clarify this. Your man needs about 40 hours a week. There is a number. And you can do what you want with that number, but according to my research, this is the only thing that really keeps couples together. In America... We generally spend about 10 hours a week engaged with our mate. Oh, that's it. So 
you know, it surprises a lot of people because 40 hours seems like a lot of work, but it also helps you to see that you really were not giving as much as you thought you were. And it also makes... Yes, go ahead, Dr. Nardi. Um, what I, I see where the... Uh, what is her name? The young, the, the young lady, what's her name? Naima. Anaima, Anaima, Naima, Naima, Naima. Okay, Naima. One thing I will advise you to do is get out of a boring situation. The boring situation is: this is what I was doing before we met. This is what I was doing before you married me. Why should I stop it now? You see, if you continue doing this, that will be routine. And routine will make you age quickly. Mm-hmm. Routine work will make you age. Look at me. I love to do new things every day. I love to do something different every day. I love to learn from my grandchild. I, learn to, I would love to learn from, from, from the students. I love to learn from the driver. I I just love to do something new, something fresh, something rewarding. And this is how I am investing in life. You always get from life what you put into it. Always. You can never cheat Mother Nature. If you are not investing in your relationship, you are not going to get anything out of your relationship. Invest in your relationship by doing something new. All right. He says, this is, what, this is what you have to do now. All right. Look at the pluses and the minuses of what he's telling you. You can make a few corrections. You can make a few amendments so that he also will learn something from you. Even though this is his way, he has learned a new addition to his old ways. And eventually, both of you will be the winners. The routine things, the routine job, the routine practice, the routine habits you've been having, discontinue these routine habits. Let me tell you something. A bus driver has been driving the same bus and going on the same route for the past 20 years. Do you think that bus driver will be happy? He will be bored. Mm-hmm. That bus driver will be bored. But tell the bus driver that, okay, now you're going to have a new route. And you go to this labyrinth. You go to this school. You go to another. You will see how he will be alert. He will be alert. And he will be looking at the landmarks and studying them and all that. That opens a new chapter. We need a new chapter in our lives all the time, or else you will age quickly. Your joints will start cracking quickly. So this is my best advice to you, Naima, okay? Hi, thank you. You're welcome. Yeah! Yeah! <laughs> and the hits just keep on coming. Wow, that's cool. Thank you, Naeem.
and and get busy on doing something new and creative, baby. I'm working on it. All right. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for calling in tonight. I appreciate it. No problem. All right, peace. All right, Dr. Abbott, it's been too quiet over there, Dr. Nardi and Rowe. He's he ain't said nothing and he over there grinning because it was it Roe, Dr. Abbott was the one who told me, he said, Go get Roe. Go get Roe. She gotta come on tonight. He just sitting over there in the cut. Come on, Dr. Abbott. We wanna hear from you now. We wanna hear some things, some uh some of your feelings and your commentary on what you heard tonight. I know you got some champagne in your campaign tonight. Oh, absolutely, and I've I've enjoyed enjoyed this meal. I tell you, it was it was topped with the best dessert that we could possibly have, you know, because it brought about a lot of clarity. Because you have two experts, people who've spent time in their perspective professions for the longest, um, really passing, you know, giving up a lot of information, and we need the clarity between the genders so that we can have. The, the type of dance that we want because all of us like dancing. I mean, it's just think of what how music, you know, turns your body on. It actually makes invigorates you. And just thinking about the song that you had on Happy at the beginning of the show is just a, you know, just a reminder of how important that is. And when I when I think about you know when we think about centometry, you know, we have a formula for health, and I don't know if we're familiar with this, but health is tissue renewal plus nurturance plus an enzyme surplus. And so one one common link that we have is nurturance. And now we uh, we understand a greater extent and have a better understanding behind it, you know, what nurturance is, what, what the masculine role is, what the, the feminine role is. And, you know, I know Dr. Nard, he's been married some, what, 35, 36 years now. I don't want to add or subtract any time to it. But, you know, he, he always um, speaks on attention lasering. So when Roe spoke of the 40-hour, you know, nurturance, the 40-hour attention uh, span, you know, that that brings about, a, a, that's a, a true commitment right there because that really shows how, it is committed, you know. Someone is committed, and in, in this, you know, ADD, ADHD world that we live in, with so much going on, it really will bring us back to a place where we are healthier. And and as centometrists, we will have less blockages to uh, break down, less ionization to do, because people are starting to heal um, on their at their emotional level as well. And so this this show has helped me become a better human, better husband, better son, better student. And uh, I'm just really, really pleased by it. The only thing I really have to say is that, as he was just talking to the, the last caller, is that sometimes in certain places, you know, things are stale. People don't want to learn. So it's time to move because this planet is a planet where we we meet people, we interact with them, and for some reason, somehow, there is a call for our our DNA. There's a drive deep within us to to find 
that that area that will balance us out. So it, it may not be down in New Orleans, or it may be somewhere else. But ultimately, the boredom is what what will will take over. And to see when when I look at the the people who live a very long time, they stay active, and they're very very happy. And um, I couldn't have I couldn't have found a better night to to be alive here and listening to. Uh, such a um, great panel, and um, to be on here and and to be in this no, to be a part of this says really something about humanity and the potential that we have to really have heaven. Yes. Thank you. Um, one of the one of the things that I wanted to give people because <clears throat> my particular specialty, I believe, is strategy. Um, when we look at 40 hours a week, you take 40 divided by 7, and that's 5.7 hours per day. And in Rose's book, she tells you that you don't have to hang around your man for five hours a day. You stay in, in America, so you may have a job, he may have a job. But guess what? You can text him a picture. You can text him a note. You can send him an email. You could, I mean, it's tons of things that you could do because most people are awake at least 12 hours every day. Nobody's really getting a full eight hours of sleep, and then it's, okay, so even if you are getting eight hours of sleep, then there's still 16 hours in the day. So out of those 16 hours of the day, you could do 20 minutes. So 20 times 16 could take you right close to five hours. But if you really sit down and honestly look, and see that you aren't doing at least ten hours a week, mm-hmm. then, <laughs> then what you what you gonna get? What, I mean, what kind of? I mean, you got to put some time in. You got to put some time into these relationships, and some of it is working on yourself. But when you but when that man does come, don't lament too. This is another thing. I, and I, I'm not saying Dr. Nardi forgot or Roe forgot, but I will tell you, do not lament. Who cares about your past? Don't keep saying, in the past, I failed this way. In the past, I failed that way. Oh, in the past, I failed that way. Shut your mouth. That's a part of my coaching. Just shut up. Talking about the worst mm-hmm. thing that could happen. Stop talking about yeah. that. Concentrate and focus on what you can do right now in being creative. How can I be creative to switch around, like Nardi said, and change my bus route? Can I change my shoes? Can I train, change my eye color? Can I get a haircut? Can I can I get off of Facebook for two weeks? Or what can I do that is different than what I've been doing versus lamenting? And here's the one. This is another one where me and Ro connect a thousand percent. Whining and complaining. Oh my God. Oh my God. You don't know how powerful whining, whining and complaining is as powerful as gratitude. Mm-hmm. And Dr. Nardi will tell you, in Symptometry, we talk about the collection of spiritual points. The collection of spiritual points, and through using gratitude, you collect spiritual points. But through whining and complaining, you shoot a hole in your boat. Is that a good analogy, Dr. Nardi? That is excellent, yes. Mm-hmm. When you are whining and complaining, you shooting a hole in your boat with a machine gun. Not just not just like a pistol, 
But you got you, you only got ten fingers and you just shot twenty holes in the boat. Guess what? You going down. You going down. But don't do that. Gratitude is like a hot air balloon. How much can you pump? Let me say that one more time. Gratitude is like a hot air balloon. How much can you pump? The more you can pump, the higher you can rise. So don't spend as much time lamenting and going over those old stories. I don't be telling people about when I was in jail or riding in the back of no police car. I don't even want to hear it myself. I want to hear it myself. I've never called Dr. Nardi and he was like, Kaya, let me tell you when I was so skinny. I have to drag it out of him. And then after he finished the story, he don't talk about it no more. But he never comes to me and says, you know, I was just thinking about how I used to have this problem with my kidneys and how I used to have this bad. He don't talk like that. He talks about now. He said he's a giant. What can you do in your daily life to create yourself being a giant? And when you bring out the giant in you, your cells will reward you and you will magnetically attract the giant that's good for you and right for you. Is that correct, Dr. Nardi? Yes, yes, well put, yes. You got to bring out your giant. And everyone on the show tonight was talking about bringing out your giant in their own tech, in their own strategic way. Dr. Nardi said, stop eating catfish, shrimp, lobster, and crabs. Rose said, don't complain, don't talk them to death, and be nurturing. And Coach Kyrie says, don't whine and complain. If you put those three things together, you have basically changed your whole dynamics of your own foundation. So don't say it's hard. But if you do say it's hard, don't call us. Don't call us. Don't, don't call us <laughs> to say it's hard. Call us and say, can you help me? Call us. Call Symptometry and get some help. Go on manleads.com and get some help. Go to Coach Kyrie and get some help. Don't call us and say it's hard. We don't want to hear that, okay? Because if one can do it, and they did it scientifically, that's what science is for—to reproduce, so we can have so we can have the results can be reproduced, not just a one-time. I got lucky. I don't know how to teach it. That's why we have an American School of Symptometry. That's why we have a system in Man Leads. That's why I have a Cultivating Winners program. Um, um, in my own repertoire myself, is so we can have solutions for everyone. So me, I, I'm going to climb down on my soapbox right now and let everybody get ready to turn it in because I think we have had a fabulous show. There ain't no need to add nothing else to it. I do want to go around and let everyone have their last comments and conclusions about how they felt about the show tonight. And, of course, here as you around three giants, row, we believe in ladies first and opening the door for you. So would you please give us your commentary and let us know how you felt about tonight's show? Well, mostly um, I feel really good about the number of callers who are really understanding what we are trying to convey. You know, the two women who called in and said how good it feels to be feminine, and to let your man leave and how just relaxed they are, it really, I think, will resonate with other women because that's, these are the key words that have other women to tune in. 
you know, there are just certain ways that we talk that have our ears to perk up. And, it, you know, all of this, the, the way that we discuss things and this conversation that we have had just brings me a lot of hope that people are actually at a point where they are willing and needing and wanting some serious change. Yay, and did you have fun with us? We definitely want to know, did you have fun with us? Yeah, I always have fun to talk. <laughs> yeah, good, good job. Uh, Dr. Abbott, how uh, how are you feeling about the show tonight? Because she just said one thing. Now, I don't know if you want me to tell your business like that, but you said one of the main things that was a contributing factor for your wife getting your attention was the softness of her voice. Can you give us a little bit of that story before we go, please? Oh, yeah. Okay, absolutely, Coach. And, you know, I also the legs, Coach. I, you know, I always say that to Dr. Naughty because, you know, we're talking, about, we're, talking, we're talking about the magnetic spot. And I go, wow. I say, when I saw her legs, I was like, I'd never saw any, I'd never seen any legs like that in my life. You know, the, you know, at 40-something years old, I'd seen quite a few legs, but. Um, but those was like something about those. But anyway, Coach, but it, it was her voice because, you know, as everyone on the panel has spoken of before, you know, the experiences that, that we go through, and I had been in a relationship where the voice was, it was like, you know, nailed on a chalkboard, you know. The, and, and, and for me, that really set my nervous system on edge. And I would speak to her about it, but, you know, it was, it was not well received. And, of course, that, that relationship didn't go, go on. But when I first heard my wife's voice, it was something like, wow, I know this from somewhere, but it, it somehow it just seemed to resonate with me. It resonated with me on a level that I said I could communicate with this woman. And... And the more that I, more time that I spent with her, I was I was able to really find out who she was. And then when I would speak, she would listen to me, you know. And and that 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 was that was very very helpful, you know. And so you know, as as time has gone on, I'm I'm learning more and more, and we both are. But I mean, just from the information that I've picked up here in the past you know, past week or so on on men lead has uh brought this what even more, you know, harmony for me. And um but yeah, it was the voice. It was something about the voice. It was it was like um a mellowing um hypnosis if you will. But it that was the way in which it I perceived it and, and that's what I uh, you know, we're here today and I'm I'm happy. For the first time, you know, in a long time. I know that's right. For you for especially somebody especially for a man over forty years old to propose, that's huge. So I don't I I hope you ladies know that now and listen to that technique. If you wanna, you know, lowering that voice, talk, talking louder than us is not sexy. And I'm gonna go somewhere else, you know, to find me a soft voice. That's just I don't know about I don't know about Doctor Nardi, but, but I'm I'm 
Well, I do. I'm sure. I know his wife talks off to him. I ain't even never met her before. But if she got him, and he's a Gemini too, and she got him over there all happy and snugged up and ready to go to bed every night at 8 o'clock, oh, yeah, I know she know how to talk soft. I'm sure of that. I'm not going to get into his business because that's my elder and that's my mentor. But I just I think that's a very safe assumption on my behalf right there. He don't have to confirm nor nor unconfirm for me. I'm just gonna, <laughs> I'm just gonna leave it at a safe safe assumption. Doctor Nardi, what are your uh, feelings about tonight's show? Did you enjoy it? Did you have fun? Oh yes, um, I did. And uh, besides, it was very enlightening. And uh, uh, Ro came from from her corner, and then I came from my corner, and uh, Doctor Abbott came from his, and you came from yours, and eventually. We had a good pot, you know, a good melting pot. So that was excellent. So women, we now know themselves. They know their weaknesses and what they can do in order to improve uh, their, their, their relationship. And don't forget that there are 8.5 billion inhabitants on this planet. Out of 8.5 billion, there is only one. There is only one that has the proper match. Look for that one. Know how to invest in a relationship so that after meeting that one, you can keep that one, be she a woman or a man, and you have a very healthy relationship. Thank you. Put that work in, baby. Put that work in, I think, is the, is the transcription of that right there. Um, yes, my particular thoughts, I I got what I wanted. I, I set it up, I think, properly. I had the right ingredients. I had a lot of master chefs who blended in uh, very well with, um, with, with, you know, with things that are tangible and things that people can do tomorrow. Not, you don't have to like, I think everything that we prescribe tonight are things that people can start to implement immediately, immediately. So I'm just excited. Um, I love the humility factor of just myself and Dr. Nardi and um, Dr. Abbott, three very wise men I can um I consider how we all said, man, look, we can put that to the side and listen to a woman and how we can even be better men. So I encourage as many men as possible to share this show, you know what I'm saying, And but to take notes yourself on the things that were shared here from Ro's perspective, from Dr. Abbott, from Dr. Nardi, and from myself. That's going to be a big thing in leadership. You know, um, Ro may not speak of it, but women can also detect humility in a man. It doesn't mean that you're supposed to rule with an iron fist or be so heavy-handed, you save that for the enemy. But with your woman, you need to realize that you that if you have a strong sense of humility, that's going to take you a long way. That'll make up for maybe what you might be lacking in physical muscle. But if she sees that you're a wise man and understand that you have humility, then she knows that she's going to be in um, in good shape and not following a fool, not following a fool onto some battlefield or fool into some financial situation. You know, you have to take some calculated risk, but um, a certain degree 
of good humility never hurt nobody, never hurt nobody. So, um, ladies, rest assured, and if there's something that you want to get worked out, like I said, Dr. Nardi said you can't just do it one day or two days and try to practice and then get it over with. That's why I have the Moon Magic program open next month for anybody who puts in the word happy. Because I'm not going to put this on Facebook. You're going to have to get it from listening to the show. I, but your goal must be I want to develop into a happy woman this month. Because a lot of women do not put 28 days into one specific goal. A lot of men don't do it. Because, they, you know, but what you hold in the frontal lobe of the brain appears. Is you doing your own programming. And that's why I call it the Moon Magic 28 program, because it helps you program your own consciousness. I'm not programming your consciousness. you programming it. You're going to have eight different exercises. Each exercise lasts from three and a half to four days in order to bring happiness into your life. All right? And I've been doing the system for well over five years. I've had people use it for all types of dynamics. Right now I have three women who are doing a pro, and, and that's their goal is to become more feminine, to be softer, to remove the obstacles that are in their way for them being in a happy relationship. And what I'm going to be doing next month for those who do come into the program with that special code is I'm going to highly suggest and recommend that you have at least one coaching session with Roe and that you get the book Man Leads. So the program opens on the 17th. If you're interested in coming in, it's going to be $25 off. I suggest that you get the book. I also suggest that you get Dr. Nardi's book, If You Are a Female, The Path to Optimal, um, the Path to Optimal Women's Health. And you can get that on symptometrybooks.com. Symptometrybooks.com, The Path to Optimal Women's Health, and Man Leads. And I'm telling you, if you go ahead and put those two together, Boy, you're talking about some real firepower, and that's gathering spiritual points, being happy in your relationships, and having even more financial success in your life. And financial success doesn't mean that you have to be making more money. You may be contributing um, spiritually to the strength of your partner and your partner making more money. And Ro even speaks about that in the book, too, but y'all going to have to wait and come on her show on Wednesday because she says in the book, she, she leads to the fact that, if the if the man has the woman at home, she's going to keep a tighter house, and he's going to be more encouraged, and he's going to make more money, that you don't really need the man and the woman working in, in one household. So, yeah, not um, just that. There's a bunch of money saved by women not working. And mm-hmm. women spend almost all their money sometimes in these two-parent um, households on the, on the clothes and the child care and the transportation to go to work. <laughs> you see how light she's laughing at, Dr. Nardi. She's just so happy. She's like, <laughs> yes, I But anyway, it, it, it is true. It is true. It is true. It is true. Uh, she, she, she's laughing off the, 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 the cream, but uh, what she's saying, the substance is true. Well, there we go. That's going to be another topic. And, you, and everybody knows, and Rose learning, Coach Kyrie is not shy nor ashamed to touch any topic. It, I, we have we have we've done it all here on Sometometry, and 
I'm going to keep on doing it. I'm going to keep on addressing the other topics that other people don't um, talk about and platforms that I feel are important. And, and, and if somebody wants to know why I picked this topic, because I'm so big on relationships, because I was raised a latchkey kid, and I'm not going back through any dual marriages or triple marriages or double divorces and all that. You know, I'm going in and I want my children to see me every day and see my wife every day and see their mother every day. And they need to see me looking at her legs and saying cute things to her and patting her on her back and hugging her and kissing her so we can have more of that in society. Because as soon as that started breaking down, we started having more war. We started having more war inside the house. We started having more war in the streets. We started having more war out um, internationally between countries. When there started to be a breakdown in the family and love was not first, you got to teach teach love. Love has to be taught and shown inside the house, and that, is to me, is the basis of a happy relationship. So this is Coach Kair. If you need to get in contact with Roe, you can go through, follow her on Instagram. She's always on there. You can go to Man Leads and hit the contact page. Um, me, um, Dr. Abbott, you can call him up at 336-456-9183. You can contact Dr. Nardi at Symptometry Headquarters at 708-691-4977. You can schedule an appointment with either one of those gentlemen just like that, or you can go through their websites as well, which is symptometryofnorthcarolina.org or symptometry.com. And if you need to get in contact with Coach Kair, my number is 336-587-1215, 336-587-1215. I haven't even introduced the dynamics of the planet Venus and the astrology piece to this tonight. I just let my other uh, panelists go in, but there's a huge astrological component that everyone should also be looking in when you are considering a partner to so you can respect what their energy is. Some people are built. That, that signature, your birthday is your signature. It's a solar signature that you can't change. Like if you write right-handed and you meet somebody and you're 28 years old and they want you to start writing with your left hand, Forget about it. You know what I'm saying? You're not wired like that. You came up writing with your left hand, you're going to continue to write with your left hand. Well, there are some influences from these planetary bodies that also um, can depict certain things in how you do relationships. So if you're interested in looking at your astrological chart, I'm having a special this month. You can go on my page, coachkastrology.info, coachkastrology.info. Make an appointment, and I'll get to you as soon as possible. Um, I got tons of other stuff, too, but I think I gave out my main information, moonmagic28.info. After Wednesday, put in the code HAPPY, and you'll be able to get $25 off of that program. It starts on the 19th, and you got to be in by the 22nd. I appreciate everybody for coming in tonight. This is a dream come true. It's awesome, baby! And the hits just keep on coming. And I want to thank everybody, and I'm going to take this thing on out with the theme that we came in with, and that is happy. Thank you. See y'all later. Peace. Later.
Bye. All right, good night.